Welcome to The Natural Underground, the radio show and podcast dedicated to the natural food industry. I'm your host, Al Springer. The show is brought to you by New Brand University, the educational arm of the Touch Agency. Joining me in the studio today, of course, just the coolest people on earth, the expert team of brand builders. We have Ryan. Uh, you know, like Anthony Bourdain is to exotic foods, exotic locales, Ryan is to new brands. Some of the topics are disturbing, but the hair is always fabulous. <laughs> I feel like I'm a lot like Anthony Bourdain now. I'm really? less traveled, of course, and right, less I traveled. can't cook okay. as well. But other than that, I'm a lot other like him. Other than that, and you're not the same I age. talk about things. So you're really yeah. not similar at all. And I'm like no less way. interested by what you're saying overall. And I'm not even insulted by that. <laughs> we have that voice is Jessalyn. Look, like the guys who stormed the stage at Dancing with the Stars, you saw this the other day, right? The guys <laughs> trying to get to Ryan Lochte. <laughs> Jessalyn is to marketing. She bum rushes the stage, but then after that, nobody knows what's going on. That's how I feel every day of my life. And, and, and what were those guys up to? How can you be that upset? You know, who sat at home and said, you know what? This is an injustice that will not stand. Did you know a drunk guy lied to the cops? (laughs) (laughs) It seems like if they wanted to punish him, they would have just let him dance. Uh, Will not stand. Let Ryan dance. That Leave Britney Alone video. Just let Ryan dance. (laughs) That guy got tackled hard, though. Oh, yeah. I like that. I like the security guard. Well, our show today should be very fun. Once a month, we like to dedicate a show to next generation brands. The next thing. The next big thing. These are the hottest brands out there that have tapped into a consumer trend. And while they may be small today, just wait. These are going to be the brands that change your life tomorrow. Absolutely. Now, you can imagine, like, literally every day, got one this morning, we get turned on to new brands. They may come from the brand itself or the entrepreneur, sometimes the retail chains that, that you buy stuff at, we'll call us. Sometimes it's investors, food brokers, all kinds of folks. And they ask us all the time, how do you guys evaluate whether a brand has real potential to succeed? It can be successful, right? So at the Touch Agency and at New Brand University, we, we actually work through a, a formalized filter to evaluate the potential of every new brand. Mm-hmm. So today in our final segment, after we hustle our entrepreneurial guests out of the studio, <laughs> Get out. and they, of course, been <laughs> fabulous, right? We're going to kind of walk through what that filter looks like and kind of give you guys some tips as to how we look at it. Yeah, and I think listeners will find that really interesting. If you love natural food, it's kind of a cool chance to look behind the scenes. And if you're a food company or you would like to have a brand, uh, this is a great opportunity to hear about what a company like us uh, thinks of in terms of requirements for success. Absolutely. Now, on a side note, and there's always a side note. This is never good. It's never good. It's, it's right. And honestly, like, it's literally, you're all getting a bonus. It's literally never good. That's right. Oh, okay. I like mm. It's just like, I have okay. a really weird story to tell. Yeah. But go yeah. on. Thank you. Go on, Al. All right. So tiny. So you guys talked about tiny brands. Today, I'd like to talk about tiny hands. And you are shaking your hand at me, which has a tiny hand. I immediately is upset. From where I'm sitting, I can't see your normal hand. It's just the tiny hand. Just this little tiny, (laughs) tiny hand. It's strangely anatomically accurate. Have you noticed that? There's like the veins are in the correct spot. There's weird little wrinkles. I thought you meant size wise. I'm like, well, okay. (laughs) The hands were that small. Wow. Look, it's a tiny little rubber hand. I bought this at a convenience store this week, and I cannot put this thing down. I'm taking pictures. I'm uh-huh. making videos of it, right? It is so great. Yesterday, though, I tried to pay the lady at the Starbucks. I believe that's a barista. A barista. I tried to uh-huh. put a little quarter in my tiny hand and say, take my, t- take money out of my tiny hand, the Starbucks lady. I don't know why she's little, too. Everyone's little when you have a hand. Please, sir. Well, yeah, please, sir. 
Uh, and then this morning, I tried to wake my wife up by just gently the touching her cheek. The way that he's cheek, barely grazing the barely computer screen. grazing the monitor Deeply here disturbing. in the studio, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she didn't like it either. And, and no. so she thought that was even less interesting. People than don't like being site. touched by tiny hands. <laughs> Probably and true. that's maybe what your problem is. There are a few universal truths in life, but that's one of them. <laughs> Not when yeah. they're this small. It's yeah. very, very small. And then I tried this, and the Starbucks lady didn't like to be woken up either. So I thought mm. that was weird. Yeah. That's Aww. too bad. That's too <laughs> bad. Well, we shouldn't indulge Al anymore because I can right. already see his addiction. So let's do our uh, What Are You Eating This Week segment. This is our weekly salute to our favorite food and beverage addictions. Time's wasted, don't you know? Put something tasty in my old pie hole. And you know how you put the food in your pie hole? With a tiny hand. Ooh, okay. and everything feels so much bigger. And- it does. All right, so my product of the week, check out this uh, fantastic, uh, what is it, not accent I'm going to put on it, uh, <laughs> Trace Papusas. Trace Papusas. Trace Papusas. I had been watching Narcos. I had a case of that. It got, gets on your arm, but there's yeah. an appointment for that mm. for Trace Papusas. Yeah. So I, like sh- I got the shredded pork carnita version. If you guys have seen these things, they look like um, I got to take the tiny hand off. I know, I know. You're the like tiny like, hand off, distracting I'm everybody in it. here. I'm taking so it. So they look like kind of big silver dollar pancakes, but they're stuffed with whatever the goodies are, the items are that go in each one. In this case, mm. shredded pork carnitas. Mm. These things are milk free. They're uh, you know obviously no antibiotic. They're all kinds of good. I got you. Got to try one if you haven't. But I recommend that flavor. If you want to know more. Go to tracepapusas.com. That's T-R-E-S-P-U-P-U-S-A-S.com. Jess? Um, I'm ready to talk about my item this week. I just noticed there's like dirt in your tiny hand. No, that's ink. I oh, put it on okay. a page. Oh, yeah, come on. I'm not <laughs> gathering like, you. You really have been using this so much that it's collected no, dirt. I tried to use it for different, you know, mm, photographs. Kind of so I put a pen behind it. And oh, that makes sense. Okay, okay, well, then I'll leave it on my finger. Yeah. Okay. okay, well, let's talk about my brand this week. I have Yellow Bird Hot Sauce. Yes. I know you guys Delicious. already know it and love it. Great. Phenomenal. I love putting hot sauce on my eggs um, and any item, really, sandwiches. It takes everything up a notch, and I love Yellowbird. They describe themselves as spicy pepper condiments. They're here in Austin, and they're all from locally sourced ingredients, and they don't have any preservatives or anything artificial. And they're just really easy to read the ingredient deck. Like, my favorite um, variety is the habanero, and that just has carrots, habanero peppers, onions, garlic, tangerine and lime juice and it's really low in calories low in sodium not a lot of sugar it's great i love it put it on your eggs it'll take them up a notch those guys are so cool yellowbirdsauce.com awesome my brand is cool house cool house cool house das cool das cool house it's c-o-o-l-h-a-u-s spelled Mm. kind of the german Mm -hmm. manner german it started with a uh it's a gourmet ice cream and kind of ice cream sandwiches really when it comes to the prepackaged stuff they have around the country you can find them in specialty stores uh, they are incredibly delicious, and they have wild flavors. Like they name them, they believe in food plus architecture because oh, they course. had architecture backgrounds. The Easy connection. <laughs> um, <laughs> that old chestnut. Build something great. So they named, yeah, absolutely. That would be so a they good their, uh, Yeah, we should really assign these guys. <laughs> we so they name all their stuff after famous architects. So they have like the Sammy Lewis Bacon, which is chocolate chip cookies and brown butter candied bacon ice cream. Wow. Which is delicious. They started a food truck they started a food truck in Los Angeles and went to Coachella and took off from there. Wow. Coachella? Coachella. Coachella. Yeah. 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 Okay. yeah. You, I said I cool you said Coachella. Yeah, now yeah. you know what? They're so they're so oh, ubiquitous now there. Coachella. Now it's Coolchella. Uh-huh. Cool house. Yeah. Cool house. But uh you can find them at uh www.eatcoolhouse.com and uh they're delicious. Sounds Check good. Them out. Man, those all sound like fun products. I want to try 
the other well i've tried Yellowbird. yeah i haven't tried mm-hmm. cool house cool i house. haven't i try royal blue mm. all right we'll do it Okay, we're going to have to take a break, but when we come back, we're going to be joined by a couple of entrepreneurs that you're going to love, right? Justine and Kelsey from Brain Juice. And Brain Juice is this crazy, fast-selling, amazing supplement, healthy energy shot for the brain. Mm-hmm. And they're going to be in in a few minutes to talk about their product. We've mentioned it on the show before, but I think you're going to dig these, uh, dig these ladies and the brand. More when we come back. You're listening to The Natural Underground. All my life. Welcome back to The Natural Underground. Look, as we mentioned before the break, our focus today on this show is all about that next generation of hot, emerging brands. Today, we're joined in the studio by two incredibly creative ladies from Brain Juice. We have Justine Bailey and Kelsey Braun. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shake. I'm going to welcome you with a handshake oh from a tiny hand. Don't humor him. Don't, Don't do it. Please. Oh, they're, they're the air shaking me. They're not even making contact. Yeah. Justine will make contact with the tiny yeah. little fingers. That's what it feels like to shake hands with Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now I know. <laughs> so brain juice is this healthy energy shot for your brain, and, and it's so good, and you just love it when you start using it. So I'm sure these ladies will tell us more. So my first question to you, I'm sure the audience wants to know, what is brain juice? Yeah, brain juice is a two and a half ounce liquid brain supplement shot. Okay. So it looks like an energy shot, but it's actually full of brain supplements and superfoods like organic acai berry, organic blueberry, green tea extract for a little energy boost, um, tons of antioxidants and then vitamins. And it's in a little kind of white, green, green and white bottle, right? Yeah, green and white bottle. We have a green and blue bottle for the one that's caffeine-free. And it basically just has everything you need for your brain to function optimally in one little shot. So talk to me about that for a minute. How does it work? What is that? What's the process? Yeah, it contains all of the precursors your brain needs, all of the nutrients your brain needs to produce acetylcholine. Okay. And that is the neurotransmitter for memory, focus, clarity and learning it's what you use when you learn and remember things um it also has all of the precursors for dopamine which most people probably heard of it's a happy chemical it's for good mood and motivation jesslyn got real excited just (laughs) what's that what's happiness (laughs) (laughs) what's happiness drink a brain juice and find out that's such an esoteric comment isn't it what's happiness what (laughs) who am i who am i so why did you do it in a shot form Yeah, that is a great question. We did it in liquid form because your body absorbs 98% of liquid nutrients and only 10 to 20% of pills or capsules. So with liquid, you you notice it more immediately also because your body absorbs it faster. So you just feel it within minutes. It's like your brain turns back on. This stuff tastes really good. What is that? What's the flavor? What's the taste? How would you describe the taste? It's a little bit of a green tea mango flavor. Yeah, Yeah, peach mango tea. That's right, yeah. And it's not very sweet. We just sweetened it very lightly with um, some natural sweeteners like coconut nectar, a little bit of monk fruit, and organic stevia. Who well, should use brain juice? Everybody. <laughs> 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 I mean, Are there particular sort of 
you know, folks, the different lifestyles that yeah. need it more than others? Yeah, definitely. I mean, young professionals, like Kelsey can speak to this. It really comes in handy at that afternoon lull, right? Yes, with the brain fog, you're hitting that, yep, that 3 yeah. o'clock yeah. lull. It's, so it's, that's when I use it the most. It's great for that. I also use it pre-workout in the morning because acetylcholine, that neurotransmitter I was talking about, it's also really good for the mind-body connection. So muscle control, coordination, reaction time, alertness, blood flow, all of that stuff, it helps so when I take those really intense uh, workout classes, at, like at Gold's, I take those classes and there are times when I, if I don't take brain juice, I cannot get through <laughs> the entire class. Right. I leave after 45 minutes because I'm just dead. But if I take brain juice, it is such a night and day difference. I'm just like, oh, I'm on top of the world. <laughs> you know, I'm lifting extra weights and stuff. I got more nervous when you said you're re- you need reaction time. I thought we were still <laughs> talking about the young professionals. I'm like, wow, if you need reaction time at your office... <laughs> You may have to switch jobs. <laughs> Got to get away from the tiny hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly yeah. Right. You never know. Places like WeWork, where Ryan is. <laughs> a lot of people coming and going, man. A lot of people stretch before I get yeah. there. Yeah, you it's, don't know what's going to go down. Also, too, it, it's good for people like my mom uses brain juice a lot because she watched her parents you know deal with alzheimer's and dementia and that kind of thing and so she wants to keep her brain young and healthy so you know she already has a young healthy brain and she just wants to keep it that way so she's giving her brain the nutrients it needs to stay that way oh that's very cool who else so you got young professionals Mm -hmm. you got people who are a little bit older that are worried about just keeping the brain kind of firing on all cylinders yeah who else what about athletes and then athletes yeah like i said i use it pre-workout yeah and then another thing about myself i'm a mom so i have an almost two-year-old baby girl and so i mean those moms who are just doing everything it takes to make it all happen you know working and and working out and having a social life and balancing it all um and then taking care of kids like it it really is a lifesaver yeah, <laughs> sometimes absolutely. uh one group we haven't talked about yet that i imagine rangers is great for is students that's the next you one you get a lot of college folks yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah Kelsey, huge... what's that all about well, our founder actually, Sam Elick, he kind of initially started Rain Juice. I know it's going to be a different question down the road, but as a student, that's kind of how we discovered it because you're relying on all the coffee and the caffeinated drinks and the you know the energy shots, but you just hit this point of crashing. So the students really love it because it's without the crash, but it's that it's energy, but it's also the focus, the clarity, you know, that brain fog that helps clear everything up and the improved memory. Mm-hmm. And aren't so many college kids sort of preoccupied with trying to find way? They, like it, it's sort of new to them to have to study quite at that at that level yeah. versus high school. Yeah. So don't they kind of freak out and start looking sort they of start looking self-diagnosing at things like themselves? And, yeah, that's yeah, my point. And, and, and thinking they like need that. that, right? Which and that's, you very that's well a, may for somebody may need that, but I'm not yeah. judging. We're not judging, but. Why not look at something like this first? Yeah, exactly. It... I mean, that also is just targeting acetylcholine, but it's an artificial way of producing acetylcholine in your brain. And brain juice just provides you with all of the nutrients you need to make acetylcholine on your own so you don't become dependent on some kind of drug or something like that. And can this, can you become dependent on brain juice? No, because it's like, you know, when people ask me that, I say it's the equivalent of eating a really healthy green salad full of tons of vegetables. You know, it's giving yourself the nutrients. Can you right. become addicted to that salad? No, not really. You know, but you feel really good when you, when yeah. you eat it. Yeah. Cool. I can actually, and I'm not joking. I have to have a salad at night. Okay. I mean, just, yeah. uh, so maybe it, it, it's a good addiction. Breakfast though. biscuits. Yes. And you know how I eat, you know how I eat the salad? 
No. With tiny little hands. Oh, I don't like yes. that. Yeah. I don't like that at all. <laughs> That's why I only use cherry tomatoes because they're very, a big tomato just doesn't fit in here. Is the fork normal sized or is it tiny? Uh, it's normal sized because it's a powerful tiny little hand. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. Wow. So, how, how do you guys use uh, rain juice? How do you personally use it? Well, you you I, talk I a talked little about bit, it, Kelsey. Like, yeah. Yeah. I usually will take the, I still drink coffee in the morning. Okay. Um, but it's I also, a ritual. It's a ritual. <laughs> I love waking up and making coffee and smelling coffee. It's a great thing. But I also take the original in the mornings with it um, before my workouts. And then the afternoon, I typically take the, the caffeine-free version so I can fall asleep at night. And it's without the caffeine so I can still get that afternoon boost for, you know, the memory, the brain fog, that 3 o'clock time that rolls around at work. You're a little yeah. sleepy. So, yeah. I imagine you guys have just a legion of loyal fans just tell you amazing stories. What are some of, give, give us an example of kind of somebody who feels like their life was changed by brain juice. I mean, the best example is our founder and CEO, Sam Elick. Yeah, he created Brain Juice because he was going through grad school and just, you know, eating the standard American diet back then. Hmm. He hadn't been turned on to health yet. Right. (laughs) Um, You know, drinking at night and using energy drinks and Adderall and that kind of thing to get through the day, honestly. And he was like, "This, this is horrible." Eventually, he had an adrenal crash, and he just couldn't even get out of bed. He says, with his last dying brain cell, he had the idea for brain juice. <laughs> I got one more thought. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, "What if instead of you know depleting my brain and then trying to jumpstart it with these synthetic things and artificial things, what if I just gave my brain all of the nutrients it needs to function optimally?" Aha. And that's, and that's yeah. how he developed and he it. Went, yeah, he went to Whole Foods. He started buying all of their brain supplements and that kind of thing. And he would take pills that would last. I mean, you'd take them for like a month and be like, I don't know. Do I notice a difference? Um, so then he started researching. He realized liquid was the way to go. And OK. Yeah. And um, <laughs> yeah. And so he he met a neurochemist and um, together they formulated brain juice and now he just takes a shot and he can he can focus you know any kind of awesome. ADD and that kind of thing is just gone he's focused I mean he runs this yeah, company yeah when you meet him yeah. he is an intense he is. you know yeah. focused cat yeah yeah cool he's good um, so if folks are interested in brain juice where can what kind of retailers carry it we are in obviously the Southwest. We're based here out of Austin. We're in Whole Foods. We're in Tom's Market. We're in Central Market. We're also we just expanded People's Pharmacy. People's Pharmacy. I mean, we have everything listed on our website too for NaturalBrainJuice.com. You guys are in the Pacific Northwest as well. Yeah, yes. we just passed this year. year. Yep. Mm-hmm. So Pacific Northwest, Whole Oregon Foods. and Washington Whole Foods. Yep. And so we're expanding eventually. Yeah. Getting into and then that and second uh, segment with you guys, we're going to mm-hmm. sort of turn the topic over to more. Um, entrepreneurial kind of small business challenges of actually launching a brand and what that's <laughs> yeah. been all about. Oh, but boy. <laughs> yeah, all this about part, that. yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> but this part's just kind of fun. Um, Where in the store, so you find a store that has it, but mm-hmm. it's a little shot, but it's not refrigerated, right? It doesn't have to be. So in a lot of stores, we are in the refrigerated cooler with, you know, the probiotics or the other energy shots. Um, I say other. We're not an energy shower brain supplement shot, but you know, it's it's usually next to that. And then in a lot of stores, actually in a lot of Whole Foods, we're up at the checkout counter. And a lot of mom and pop stores all around Austin, we're up at the checkout counter too. So you can get it right when you check out. Yeah. And the same way in the Northwest? 
Yes, we are working on getting it at the checkout as well. Some stores do have it there, but if you go in and ask, they'll know exactly where awesome. to point you. Perfect. Yeah, some in some stores, in a few stores, it's still just in the brain supplement section, so that's not so great for us. <laughs> so, right. so if you could go in there and do us a favor and ask them for brain juice, I thought you could just, just <laughs> yeah. please, please physically move it. Yeah, just take it that's and what we're working on. Another part of your store. Yeah. Yeah. every store it should be in the checkout. An out. army of <laughs> amateur brokers <laughs> yep. around the country, just running yeah. in and moving things yeah. around. Oh, that'd be brain fantastic. Juice Evangelist. I'm sure they would love that. <laughs> like I said, uh, uh, when we come back, we're going to get into more of the entrepreneurial side of of, uh, of brain juice. But one of the things I want to tease folks with is the number the the um, how fast this stuff turns in an average store will blow your mind. Mm-hmm. You have not. I don't think there's many products anybody would have come across that are gonna that you're going to hear sales numbers like this. Is crazy what's happening in the stores, uh, Jess. Well, yeah. So in our next segment, we're going to talk about that and dive into the business itself. But if someone is so eager, they want to learn more about Brain Juice right now, where can they go to do that? They can go to naturalbrainjuice.com. They can also go to our Facebook page or okay. you know any of our social media. All right, perfect. Well, it's time for a quick break. When we come back, we have more with Justine and Kelsey from Brain Juice. You're listening to The Natural Underground. Welcome back to The Natural Underground. Our guest entrepreneurs are Justine and Kelsey from Brain Juice. We're going to turn our attention more now to the entrepreneurial side of things. Now, we ask the same question to every guest. Yep. Where do you guys grow up, and what did you want to do? Oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I grew up in central Minnesota. Okay. Oh, Minnesota. Well, it's about eh? time. Oh, yeah. It's about time to have you here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> what did I want to do? I think I just always wanted to do something. I know it sounds a little bit cliche, but I always um, never envisioned myself in the corporate setting. I wanted to do something that, that made a difference and, and something every day that was unique and every day was unique. And I think I found just that. That's perfect. <laughs> exciting. I think you and have then, too. Yeah. If you had yeah. said, now think about the alternative. If you had said you had dreamed of growing up in the corporate setting. Quite opposite. Doing something that didn't make a difference. <laughs> I'm four and I'm thinking about a nice corner office. Say, yeah. Yeah. Some, some, I think no, legitimately no Ryan might have had that Some dream. tidy expense reports. Uh, <laughs> a nice mid-level BMW. Yeah, that's, that was Ryan's dream. <laughs> yeah. So I grew up in California on the Central Coast, which is just paradise. And, mm-hmm. you know, people are really into health and fitness and everything natural. Um, so I just like Kelsey grew up wanting to um, be entrepreneurial and definitely make a difference. I'm I'm all about social impact. Um, and that's what we're about at Brain Juice. It's just so important. And so working for a company that really cares about people and where the product makes a huge difference in people's lives is just so rewarding. So how did Brain Juice get started? And I like the story of how you and Sam met. It's very serendipitous. <laughs> yeah. So I actually moved to Austin and I rented a room on Airbnb and it was in Sam's house. I had seen it. You're one of those people. I, yeah. I, I'm on Airbnb all the time and I'll rent a place. But oh, I yeah. see these people that they I have, have a room rooms. for rent. <laughs> yeah. And like for one night, I, I actually saw an Airbnb, not to interrupt for just a second. <laughs> I saw a, a rental where you could share a room. <laughs> Wow. Like the other bed. Kind of set up as that. Wow. You've got to have a lot of just 
confidence or optimism yeah. or everything's going to be okay. Yeah. So you, you, you meet well, Sam. Well, I saw, I saw on his profile, he said, organic spice is available for cooking. So I was like, that's not too dangerous. Yeah. And he's like, you know, koi pond in the, Zen koi pond in the backyard. So Sam. I'm like, okay, this guy is like my style. <laughs> and we talked, we talked a little bit beforehand on the phone just because I wanted to feel it out, you know, yeah, being yeah. a female going into a male house and that kind of thing. But I just got such a great vibe from Sam and he also loves to dance and stuff like that so we just bonded immediately and I only had rented his room for a month and I was going to find my own apartment in Austin but I didn't look and Sam and I just hit it off so well I was like can I stay for another month stayed for another month and I just live here and work out a situation. So yeah, Can we, we start were, a business. Yeah, <laughs> we were living together, and uh, I was actually working at Oracle in corporate America. I left there after five months. <laughs> I was like, this is not my speed. Um, no so Zen Koi Pond. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, it might have been. Yeah, great, great people place, there. Yeah. But yeah, so I I left, and the next day Sam hired me at Brain Juice, and we would have our meetings in the living room, and <laughs> you know there were actually three of us working there at the time, all living together, and. Meeting in the living room in our pajamas and That's jumping fantastic. on the rebounder That's trampoline. That's classic. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, what was the biggest challenge? Oh. <laughs> if you can pick one <laughs> in starting the brand. Hmm. How do I narrow that one down? <laughs> I mean, that's what makes it really fun, though, right? Is you're just constantly You're so positive, Justin. <laughs> I know no other entrepreneur who thinks that. They'd be like, oh, my gosh, where do I begin? Justin's <laughs> <laughs> no, like, that's fun. what's fun. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It is. It makes it different every day, like Kelsey said. You know, there's So I, I think for us in the past, the problem has been with production and just getting that down. Because I think a mistake that a lot of entrepreneurs make is they focus only on sales and then you know if your sales get ahead of your production then you know you're in, you're in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you, you start gotta, disappointing a lot. Yeah, of exactly. You have to make sure that you have all of your ducks in a row and that you can produce enough to meet the demand. Mm-hmm. Well, let's talk about the demand. So the crazy sales at this at, the, at on Brain Juice, and I'll just I won't say the name of the particular retailer in question here, but you have a few stores in a in a national chain that are selling a hundred to one hundred and fifty bottles a week of this stuff. Yeah, that's crazy for our listeners who aren't anywhere near this kind of this industry you might see something like five or ten a week you know that's that that's sell through the store that's, that's a good bad. number right yeah. yeah but 150 now part of that's because they were have check stand programs and other stuff but mm-hmm. i mean what causes that what is causing that kind of crazy excitement and loyalty on this business you know initially it was a lot of demos we spent all of our marketing budget and then some on on demos, just getting people in the store, um, sampling it out to customers. And people would try it, they'd love it, they'd feel the effects immediately and they would buy it again and again. And now people are buying it by the case. We're not even doing demos anymore. We just have so many repeat customers. And I think there was a huge advantage to being local too. But, you know, it's been replicated up in Oregon and Washington without any demos. People are it, it's selling like crazy up there too. So I yeah. think we, I think we have some really good packaging too. <laughs> yeah, no, you really did. We're gonna talk about that in a second because yeah. you guys did kind of a bit of a restage there, a rebrand. Mm-hmm. So you're, if, if you're building a new brand, we talked about seeing those numbers. How important is it to get those early returns on sales just to see how something's actually selling every week? I mean, what do you do with that information? 
Well, we definitely boost up demos in stores that aren't selling as well. Oh, so you're looking for the kind of underperforming stores. That and, you know, we also like to play to our strengths. So where we're doing really well, we still hit them hard with demos as well just to take it to that next level. Yeah. And that's what we did, you know, in in this this store that will some, you know, it'll sell over 200 units a week. Um, We just really built the relationship there. And that's just as important, you know, building the relationship. Yeah. We call and we haven't been to all of our, you know, Pacific Northwest stores yet, but I think that's potentially in the future we'll go up and visit in person. But we've had phone calls, you know, with touching base with all of them. Send them handwritten notes. Yeah, handwritten notes. Little trinkets at the holidays. (laughs) That's right. Tiny hands. (laughs) Perfect, Al. That's a sales drop and they don't know why. You send somebody a tiny Tiny hand and they remember you. Talk about setting yourself apart from them. Yeah, it is. That's one way to do it. I don't don't know. So you've talked about this sort of regional distribution, and for folks listening who may have a business idea that you started you started locally, and mm-hmm. then you kind of jumped to another sort of somewhat similar in terms of the kind of demographic you're going right. after part of the country, What do you, what's next? Are you going national? What are you trying to do? Well, you know, with Whole Foods, you have to start out kind of store by store, and then once you get into a whole region, you can start going region by region. So that's kind of the path we're on right now. But at a certain point, um, you know, if your sales are really great, you can be you can go global, which means you just get bought into all of their stores nationwide all at once. So that's kind of you know we're trying for that, and in the meantime, going region by region. Cool. You guys just start did a rebrand, which seemed kind of interesting because it's not an it's a young brand, and mm-hmm. you already did a big rebrand restage. What was the yeah. thinking? What was the driver behind that? It looked a little homemade before. <laughs> yeah. um, I mean, it was great. People locally loved it because they could tell it was a local product, you know. Um, but we wanted to be able to get into places like Starbucks, and, you know, where you could really legitimately see it on the shelf there. And it just didn't have that kind of professional touch to it before. So we hired Trina Bentley, who did the rebranding for Epic Bar. Oh, yeah. Which Love is it. huge. Just yeah. a big brand that just oh, sold. Yeah, yeah, they just yeah. sold. They're amazing. So we're like, Trina. Now let's do that again. <laughs> and she just, she I mean, it. she was great. She spent so much time getting to know us and the brand and just really our true, like our heart, you know, <laughs> the, right. the feeling behind it. And she was able to, to produce that and, you know, represent that graphically, which is oh, it incredible. Looks it's fantastic. It looks so good. <laughs> so uh, along with the rebranding, you probably did a social media refresh and a social media push for mm-hmm. that rebranding. How important is social media to your marketing program? Social media is huge for our marketing program. We're just now getting a new website put up. So if you go there right now, it might be the old one, but we should by the next week or so have the brand new one up. And so we're going to be pushing with social media from all avenues, from Twitter to, you know, Instagram, where we can connect and contact different, you know, people throughout the world, basically, who have mm-hmm. influencers. Yeah. Get one person to tell another. Exactly. It's, it's all, all about, about that right? word of mouth and that mm-hmm. sharing mm-hmm. mechanism. And then also just... For video too, we're gonna to be doing a lot more video content, which people can relate to the founders of the of the brand as well. Yeah, and hear their yeah. story. Mm-hmm. I yeah. love it. In that fact, Sam and I were just uh, filming a TV shoot this week. Uh, we're gonna be on the Lifetime Network that. on TV. Yeah, yeah how'd that so go? It went so well. They were like, "You guys are really natural." <laughs> That's, what, <you laughs> That's what we do. <laughs> That's what you want. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming in, guys. Yeah, yeah. For before before we let him go, Sorry. one more question. <laughs> you know, what have you Cut learned? Like, if you could go back, uh, if you could go back in time, and mm. give yourself one piece of advice, what have you kind of? What have you? What What's that wonderful thing that you've learned that you wish you'd go back and share with yourself? 
I think it's what I said earlier about production, <laughs> you know, just and and really, to be honest, it's it's more so it's less so make sure you can make more of it. And it's more so make sure you have the right partners, you have the right people in place and you have a good relationship with them and you trust each other because that that is key. I mean, that's that's bigger than anything else. Hey, that's great. Great advice. You know, remember, there's a lot of brands out there that are listening to this kind of thing. A lot of mm-hmm. people who maybe want to start a company, get away from their goofy job they have now and just mm-hmm. go start something. That's advice to remember. Yeah. All those Follow little early steps. With the yep. people. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> well, thank you this time for coming in. Sorry, we missed our <laughs> most important question. I think we're all maybe a little smarter. Except for... Except for Ryan. Ryan. <laughs> oh, I've already reached my peak, sadly. So. <laughs> uh, I know where to go, but... Um. <laughs> it, it, it's a sad peak, but for him, it's very, very good. <laughs> well, it's time for a break. When we return, we're going to dig a little deeper into that filter we were talking about for how to evaluate new brands. Thank you again to Kelsey and Justine for coming in. Go to naturalbrainjuice.com. Check out their Facebook and Instagram. Lots of awesome content. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. This is The Natural Underground. Thank you. Thank you. It seems like all my Welcome back to The Natural Underground. As we mentioned early in the program, this show is all about new brands, that next generation of brands, who's hot and up and coming. So we thought it might be interesting to review the filter we use here at the Touch Agency to evaluate new brands, to see if there's what we think might be pretty good potential for success. And you may be listening at home and have an idea for a food company. Everybody with the kitchen thinks about it. Or a garage. Being your own boss, (laughs) you're an entrepreneur. Um, but maybe you, you recently launched a brand and you're struggling and you're, you know, you're coming up against the challenges that come naturally with launching a brand. Yep. Right. Or maybe you are already managing a food or beverage company and you need to reevaluate your model. Um, all these situations present their own risk and their own challenges. And at the Touch Agency and New Brain University, we break out and filter down uh, to 10 questions that we like to ask a brand. I would like to add that my favorite question to ask a brand is what kind of samples do you have and how <laughs> you will go. you get them to that my personal so house. That's not getting it all. It's a requirement. <laughs> it is. I, well, I want to be able to try it and know what the brand's about, and I want to be able to eat it all the time. <laughs> um, so like all segments, we do have a jingle. This is uh, where we dig a little deeper. Break out the trowel. Let's dig a little deeper. The trowel. <laughs> Break out the trowel. <laughs> all, right. all right. How about number one? Number one. Yeah. The first question we ask ourselves is, does this product have a point of difference? For example, Twice a year, we attend something called the Natural Food Expo, and this coming one is in the East Coast, on the East Coast. Every year, you'll see somebody with, they'll come out with like beets, beet something, and the next year, with a little bit of success, there's 15 other brands doing the same thing. Mm -hmm. Number two. I like that. Will consumers or shoppers actually recognize that need? So if there's something that's different and, and, and you have some point of difference, are the shoppers even looking for that? If right. you have the idea for little shoes for fish and fish don't need shoes and no one recognizes that they need shoes, then it's probably not a great idea. <laughs> I like that idea. Yeah. Well, Fair we're working on it. Don't, I hope nobody steals the idea. No. But that's yeah. what we're kind of thinking. <laughs> Number three. All right, we talked about do consumers recognize that there's a need for, you know, tiny shoes for fish, but will the retailers recognize it? In other mm-hmm. words, within their own store set, within that category, 
do they, is, is the product that you want to launch perceived as something that they might want or they think they need? If it isn't, you got a problem. Because not only are you trying to tell consumers about it, but now the actual retailers that sell your product, they, you've got to sell them. And now there's a lot of selling going on and you may have a problem. Number four. Is the product legitimately great in terms of taste or performance? You don't need a business degree My to sampling. understand this question, mm-hmm. right? It's funny. We see uh, brands around the industry and they'll have great marketing, great packaging, you name it. But I've seen veterans like I'll say, but is it good? And I know it's such a simple idea, but it yeah. needs to be good. You know, people have high expectations now. They want the products that are better for you to taste great yeah, mm-hmm. and to perform. Mm-hmm. And they don't want to, they don't want to settle and so if your product is sort of, yeah, I checked off all the boxes, it's clean, it's natural, it's better mm-hmm. for you, but it doesn't taste good, it ain't happening. Number five. Scalability. Can the brand or product scale up manufacturing-wise? This is an important thing to do when you're forecasting, when you've started out your company and you've gone beyond your, your trial kind of run. You want to find out if your brand is viable in the long term in more than one region. Because what happens is you may be selling something and you get some success and now more people want it, more retail chains around the country. If you don't have the ability to make the product fast enough, all they're going to do is not like you Mm -hmm. because you're going to disappoint them. You're not going to have product for them and they're going to freak out. Number six. Do the owners have enough resources slash money to invest during the first year? This is such a classic case, isn't it? Because mm. we say first year, the first year for starting a brand or, or managing a brand, it is a marathon and it's a survival test. So what we see all the time is folks will come in and say, okay, hey, I've saved up some money. I've got it sort of stocked away. I think I can uh, launch this product. And they're thinking of all the costs to make something the first time, to pay for a graphic designer, to maybe hire someone to go sell it for a little while, but it never fails. In their business model, by month three or four, the only way this actually works is if they're selling enough stuff that someone's giving them money now. They need that cash injection from selling things. And reality is, it's always gonna take, it usually gonna, it's gonna take longer than you expect to make something right. happen. Mm-hmm. So it's absolutely a challenge. Number seven. Do the owners or managers have ambitious but obtainable goals for the brand? It's that, very important. It is because we get folks all the time that'll show us their plans and they'll say, okay, we're gonna sell it in here and brand new and then by next year we're doing 27 million. <laughs> and I'm like, and then they're already planning their house, that beach house, maybe a couple extra cars. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you don't, how are you going from A to B again? It does, and I know, and that's said respectfully. It's hard, right? So don't don't imagine that even though you're the most ambitious, outside the box, most creative, wonderful, cool guy in the world or lady, you just still I have to be realistic about having a stretch goal, but not one that ends up just being ridiculous. Because you may start making financial decisions based on that ridiculous goal. And then you start getting yourself into trouble. Yeah. Number eight. This is very important, I think, is what is the culture like at this company or brand? And are they likable? And do they jive with us? Do they wear pants? 
I mean, do they have this. tiny hands? And do they have not tiny all of our hands. brands wear pants? Not That's all of our true. brands. Literally, that part is not a filter. Yeah, yeah, but that may be just a natural thing. Yeah, <laughs> I can think of foods. a few that seem like Sans pants was part of the policy uh, when they built the company. But Sans pants? Oh yeah, what? Not Sans pants. Yeah, Sans pants without Sans. pants. Sans pants. Sans well, that's French. Sans pantalones. Sans pantalones. Is that right? Yeah, it's uh, a French but the, Spanish uh, pantalon. 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 But it's the culture. You know, you have to ask yourself: Have you built a culture that can and go back to the investment? thing can the culture of the place you're building and that team withstand the kind of stress that's going to go on that first year because when everybody is already employed and meeting at the coffee shop to come up with their cool idea we're all going to start a business it's all sort of a fantasy land at that point everybody's happy and it sounds cool and it's awesome it's when you get into the hardcore reality will those people stay with you as a group and, and hang in there number nine can the company or brand stay focused? Are they easily distracted? Man, that's a challenge. And we, again, it's a, something that we ask ourselves. And if you're looking to be part of a, a new business, you got to ask yourself entrepreneurs, by definition, are some of the most interesting, creative, sometimes wonderful people on the planet. But the very same thing that fuels that creativity is also tends to align itself up with. They've never heard of another. every idea they hear or everything inspires them. So, you know, suddenly they meet a guy at a food truck who suggests something and they're often chasing that. And so mm-hmm. one of the things that's difficult for entrepreneurs is to be able to stay focused enough to say, OK, I know what I want to do. I can see it. And I'm going to even though these are other maybe wonderful ideas. I'm going to stay disciplined and focused to be able to get on the there. fish shoes on the Not fish, the fish right? mittens. Fish tacos mm. for fish? Yeah, no. right. No. no, and that's cannibalism. So nobody <laughs> that wants is that. Cannibalism. <laughs> nobody wants that. But it is a, it's a legitimate a challenge. Can that person who brings all those creative uh, elements to the to the equation stay focused on the task at hand? And then once they have a little success, then you can build out from there. Always an amazing uh, challenge. Number ten. This is mine to announce, and I will announce it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> does, Take charge. Does a company or brand have a rich pipeline of new ideas, and what's next? You know, it's kind of like the restaurant or bar business, we always say, or, or anything where you've got to have the newest thing, and you have to be able to keep that mojo going uh, where people come back to your bar or your restaurant. It's hard, right? We can all think of places that were so popular that everybody wanted to go and there was a line to get in two, three years ago. And now you can waltz right in because folks moved on. It's the same thing. When you're launching a new brand, you have to remember, retailers generally don't want what's called, if they can help it, they don't love single item vendors, which means if you're just came there with your one little shoes for fish and you don't have anything else to create a fish section, right? Hats, scarves. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, maybe, Winter uh, wear for yeah. fish. Ryan, you love fashion. What's a good jacket? What's a fun word for a jacket? Peacoat. Description? Uh-huh. A peacoat. Say yeah. peacoat, Ryan. Yeah. You, know yeah. It. Yeah. you know what you like. Yeah. <laughs> but you have to, even though I said you got to stay focused, you then have to be able to kind of tease them what's coming next so that they v- feel like you're a partner worth leaning in and investing with. I feel like a great example of that was uh, Scott Jensen with Rhythm Super Fruits. Oh, we had him on. fantastic. He was idea. talking about when he created it, he wanted the name to be open to be able to add different stuff. I mean, the broccoli bites and you name it. Yeah, so we started with kale, but then just kept ex- ex- sort of extending the line. And then once... You know, the folks in the industry like retailers see that distributors, they can brokers, they can look at it and say, wow, I get where these guys are going. Mm -hmm. And a good idea gives you a thousand other good ideas. So it all kind of comes together. 
I love it. So that's the 10 steps we use when we're filtering a brand. And it hits everything from investment to point of difference to kind of is the product actually deliver and perform. We love it. I hope that it's of some value to you as you think about your own business. Right. Well, that wraps up this week's show. We would like to thank again Justine and Kelsey from Brain Juice they were for wonderful. their wonderful interview. They're so sweet and great to have around, so we're very thankful for that. This program is brought to you by The Touch Agency. Since 1998, we've worked with over 100 brands in the natural channel, great brands you might already have in your pantry at home. If you have a question or comment for us, please send that to info at newbranduniversity.com. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks, everybody. We will talk to you next week. You're listening to The Natural Underground. I can close my eyes and be in Big Ben. I'm-